Hi, welcome to Season 2 of the Silverline Podcast, an audio version of our video streams that we hold weekly. They're edited a little bit to make them a little more concise. My name is Roland Mann. I'm the head honcho at Silverline, and we have a great time making fun comics that we think that you'll enjoy. So thank you for listening, and maybe go check out some of our comics if you haven't already. This episode is titled Board Games. It originally aired December 10th, 2020. We are going to move on and talk about board games. I love board games. I um, have always loved not cards so much. My family wasn't much of a card playing family, but uh, but board games we were really into. And um, well, and for cards in Western New York, and I I don't know if it's like a just regional, but is anyone else familiar with euchre? Oh yeah. Well, Rory, you, okay. Oh, yeah. all right. Euchre Club in high school. It was a big thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so maybe... That's, okay. A, that's a drink, right? <laughs> Probably. Is that just, no, is that just you, I say Yu-Gi-Oh with a New York accent? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Euchre. Euchre. You guys play them Euchre? <laughs> okay. So that that, that is a hard game that I, I did grow up with, sort of grew up with. But um, uh, my family has... Uh, we've got a big family reunion we have every year in uh, west virginia and uh my cousins it's kind of become our our thing to find a game or two that's new and and we bring it to our reunion to kind of play test it and introduce it to the rest of our family and we have a great time with that and that's been that's been how i found most of the board games that i really really like and um with, with a bunch of us and we, some of them are duds and and we learn that but uh, we really have a great time with it. Um, the, the thing is with my family is um, we we all try to be nice to the, the, the kids. And they, 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 I know. That's terrible. Everybody joining. Hey, what are you playing? Hey, what are you playing? And they join in and we always start the game over and we, oh. and it's okay. So we, we occasionally have to, to just set them straight and we say, we are playing this game. If you don't know how to play it, sorry, we're not explaining the rules to you, and uh, we we have to do that every once in a while. But we we have a great time, and my kids totally into board games. Um, usually pretty good about it. Sometimes it does uh, fly off the rails, and um, there is get flipped. There is anguish, there is consternation, and grinding of teeth. Um, but so you're playing a lot of go fish and yes kind of oh yeah a lot of consternation with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um that's my board game talk for now i don't want to chat over does somebody want to get started with a with a fan favorite a household favorite well the I, since you were talking about a card games or i was talking about card games <laughs> we uh i we like to play when we do play. Uh, we we play like a, a, a crazy version of, of Uno, where we use like five or six decks. Oh, yeah. And we and we just jam up stuff so like a super, and we make up our own rules and stuff. And then on some of the cards, I can't, re- I gotta dig them out. But the, some of the cards we write different rules on oh, there, sure. like That's yeah. Cool. So you just you know d- disregard what's on this card. You know you know like the wild cards and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
mean, we it'd be games that we would play. This mostly back in in college, we started doing this. We would play, and the game would last like five or six hours, just one game, <laughs> and you would just keep going, and you just keep piling on. It's one of those things where you, uh, you know. Usually, if you don't have one, you pull one, right? No, but right. the way we played it, you you kept pulling until you finally got one that you could play. So you could end up, you know, you'd have like, you know, you were Uno, you'd have one card left, and you couldn't play it, and then you'd end up with fifty cards before it was time for you to, right. you know, that kind of thing. So I like right. it. But uh, yeah, and then you know, it, it, uh, yeah, Uno is always a, a fun card game. And it's probably- I guess I have to say I like Trumps too yeah. for the card game, just for the comic book thing. Yeah. That's, it's probably people like you tommy that have given rise to the um misconception about uno rules because (laughs) the rule is is if you don't have a card if you can't match you draw one one no it has has crept into many households Mm -hmm. that you keep drawing yes and then well well, we wanted the games to last a long time Yeah. yeah Sure. Yeah, but it, it I had to dispel that uh, yes. with, with no. I think else. you're right. It is the rule is you're supposed to take one. I think, and then yeah. you go. Yeah. But no, it's like you yeah. pull and pull and pull right. and start getting pissed because you. Still don't <laughs> <have it>. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it, we had some it, kind of version where, if uh, depending on I can't remember what the we had a crazy rule that uh, you could only pull a, a certain color card from the person that was the person as you were going around so even if you put a yellow and you may have a yellow that if the card had a little dot on it or something we could say no you can't play that card and then we just made up some crazy yeah. stupid rules. Yeah. so it was it was fun you know we're all playing by floor monte rules now that's right <laughs> we, we call it like super uno yeah the um my i, I my cousins had um, a deck where um, you would, it was two-sided. Has anyone seen the, t- the two-sided Uno? And uh-uh. there's a, no. and so your, your hand will, and I, and I don't remember, it, it's, it's more than just different cards. They are, I mean, it's not like they're just, you have a red two and then it's a, it's a yellow seven. It's something else to it. And I, I saw it briefly, but yeah, you, there's a flip and everybody has to flip their hand. So, uh, kind of messes up the planning. I I like games like that, and I'm going to talk about one in a little bit um, where you can make all the best laid plans for your game, for your hand or whatever, and it has that variable that can just ruin all your plans. <laughs> I, I I like those. They're they're great equalizers um, to uh, to games. And my screen just went goofy. Oh, uh, because Tommy's uh, sharing his art. Okay. I'm going to embiggen my screen again. Embiggen. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. That <laughs> is a perfectly cromulent word. Ah! <laughs> a thousand points for you, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Did, you. did you want me to close this back down? No, no you're okay. good. Okay. Um, Rory, oh, what do you yes. got? Give us a board game, my friend. Well, a real we could play the, the, the classic uh, family and friendship ending uh, Monopoly <laughs> in all of its thousand variations, including. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh right. wow. <laughs> oh, what did you have? What did you have? I missed uh, it. Monopoly. Which one? Which one? 
Coast Guard. The co oh, Coast Guard. Bum, 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 yeah, so my parents would never let us walk away from a game or quit. We had to play to the end. Oh, that was that was a game where you just you just oh. quit towards the yeah. end. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm not playing anymore. And they were they were ruthless about it. They were, they they really enjoyed kicking our butts. No. <laughs> Kick out, drag out. Now, Rory. This is another game. This is a great combo from Uno to Monopoly. Another game with house rules. That's true. So tell me, Rory, and the, oh. your, your answers are not wrong because you were reared this way. That's right. I, I know no better. If if you go around your first time around the board, mm -hmm. do you buy property or not? No. Wrong. You can. Uh -oh. I thought you said I couldn't be wrong. <laughs> thanks dad um, not right <laughs> all right so, that's acceptable next next if you roll a whatever th two or i don't know any land on property what are your options on the first go around on the on the yeah the first time you can buy them i mean or what you tell oh, me yeah, yeah. are we like halfway into the game nope no, this is your first. You have you have left go. You have rolled the die. You, you can buy the property or not buy the property. Uh, mm -hmm. Wrong and, again. It must go to auction. This, this is this is not fun, Mister. This Scott. is why the yeah. Boyle household Dad. was in strife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to buy it. If you oh. if you decline, it goes to auction. Mm -hmm. And the other. Oh it, yeah, well I thought that. No, yeah. someone yeah. has to buy it. You yeah. don't get to just pass it up. So, yeah. so the bank buys it if you don't. Oh yeah. So why if nobody I, wants it, Mister yeah. Scott? I, I believe uh, starting player is obligated to like a bid of one dollar. Yes. I, I yeah. think Someone has to. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, so you could be stuck with it whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. But then also you're walking with the property for like one buck. So. Right. True. So, something like, but yes, someone has to buy, it, and that's, that's a good question. I I do not know hmm. that part of the rule. Yeah, because I, I didn't. Don't, don't I, you spouting off rules. You I, don't know the answer to. I didn't. Under, I didn't discover the uh, the uh, auction rule until uh, fairly recently in life, like just several a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh wait, this is actually just like this has been in the books since this game got printed. Since nineteen thirty, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, if you land on free parking, what happens? Nothing. Good. Nothing. <laughs> People, yeah, we people think you get the money that goes in the middle. You yeah, don't. That's what we always yeah. play. Yeah. Um, can you earn money? Can you earn money while you're in jail? No. You can. Mm -hmm. But I do uh, have a. Rebuff. But it's like less than minimum wage, and I've been here before, and it's. <laughs> that's Learned how to play harmonica and juvie. There's no juvie in Monica. That, that, was, that was Coldman Sachs' whole shtick. He just made money in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Brent has a retort. Um, if you get a chance or a community chess card or whatever, um, and you need to pay the bank and instead you pay, um, free parking, what if you want to do that instead of not having any cash in the middle? Uh, I, Is what? that okay? I do, I do not know. Well, you were you, making the point. What happens if you land on free parking? What do you get? And your answer is nothing. And what I and, and my rebuttal is: Well, what if you get something? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look that one up because 
I was just under the impression that when you land on free parking, nothing happens. It's just a That's, free spot. Yeah, I'm, okay. the, I'm gonna be the rules lawyer now. A player, a player landing on this place does not receive any money, property, or reward of any kind. This is just a free oh, resting place. Yeah. <laughs> what happens if you uh, land on a property your first time around and you don't want to buy it, but you don't want to auction it off either? What do you do then? You have to. The, it goes to auction. But what if you don't want to? Well, but the, then you leave. Then you're kicked out. This, pla this, this place has strange property rights. <laughs> This is where matter. two different Wait. kinds of people shake out. There I, are <laughs> fascists. Yes. And there's the rest of them. And we're like, you know, why don't we just make free parking a more interesting thing? And then there's the guy in the room that's going, Nine! <laughs> so, Brent? Somewhere in like the Lyra galaxy, like something just imploded because some guy <laughs> wanted to put money on free parking and and somehow the the the, the fabric of the cosmos just unraveled a little bit more mm -hmm. <laughs> brent you i i am in in complete agreement with you um all these are house rules and what i'm saying though is most of them though do add to the length of the game so rory's tormented childhood could have been eased up a little if they would have found other ways. If, right. <laughs> he, could have, he could have said, um, but father... We're, 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 we're trying to stop other children from turning out like Rory. <laughs> okay. We're starting a new uh, non-profit. Yeah. So Rory played Monopoly in like some weird Dickinsonian universe. He did. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> More? <laughs> That was his youth in yes. Jolly yes. England. You can't have your pudding until you finish your meat. You can't have your meat until you finish this game of Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the streets of Cleveland. Those are uh, the hard streets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I played a Monopoly game again with another cousin in Pennsylvania, and it went so long. And this was this was the days of Polaroid cameras because um, we, we didn't have cell phones. Um, and we took a picture of our board because I had to go home oh, and uh, sure. <laughs> got it out. Yeah. The, ne wow. the, the next time. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think of if really seriously, if I ever played a Monopoly game to the end, because I think uh, I, we always just got fed up with it. And mm -hmm. just ended up, you won and then leave and just yep. <laughs> start counting the money and put it away. You know, we are not counting it, but then, you know, putting all, putting it all together and just being done. I don't know if I've ever finished a game, but you have though. I have, no. yes. No. Even every even... no, apparently every time you have. So oh, Rory has. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have. I can tell you how every game ends. Yeah. <laughs> With you flipping the you, yeah, the... you lose, and mom and dad are laughing their asses off. Yeah. Poor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rory. Oh, we got. If we have any uh, therapists out there, you know, I need to use the restroom. I'll be back in a minute. You just never, come never back. use <laughs> ghost them. Ghost them. Yep. Thomas, are you coming back to finish playing? Thomas, Tommy, Tommy! Just cut to the bathroom. The I windows know, open. Drapes are blowing. Bike or yep. I'm gone. <laughs> Brent, I know you, uh, 
you have expressed you're not that into board games. But you got any that you liked? Well, I feel the need to first explain myself a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not crazy about board games, but do you guys know um, Axis and Allies? Oh, yes. Yes. Because that game, oh, yeah. man, there are not levels of hate and <laughs> created for me to explain that game. And I've only played it once, but um, uh, my friend uh, was like, hey, let's play this game. And we sat down. And we started playing it, and after a while, I'd realized that nothing had actually happened, but they were all of us as if, like, monuments had been created, and I was like, so how long is this thing supposed to take? And he's like, like, I don't know, five or six hours? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I can't think of anything I like doing for that right. amount of time. So after another hour, I was so mad, I basically... I was Britain and he was Germany and I just took everything I had and threw it at Germany in a huge suicidal move. If it didn't really happen in real life, he'd be living in a very dark world <laughs> and therefore died and then went and played Mortal Kombat 2 by myself. Perfect. Oh yeah. And that was when I knew there was some kind of divergence that happened between me and everyone else. And frankly, like I have friends who love this stuff and they, and they have all the underground board game makers and and they love uh you know finding out what the status of this game is that's been rumored for so long and it sounds really cool but i just it, it's like me in sports i'm lo i'm watching it from a distance and i'm thinking oh man <laughs> i just can't do it and i've tried the last time my friends and i had a, a game night I played for like 10 minutes and then I sat next to them and read a book the whole time. And <laughs> I was as happy as a clam and they did their thing. And I don't know. I, I did, I have played Candyland with my uh, little niece. I did that last Christmas. And the only thing I noticed was a, even when I'm trying to be nice, I'm still not really having much fun. And <laughs> man, what has happened to Candyland? It's like, it's like the calorie-free version of Candyland. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's like some parent groups got a hold of it or something. And now, I don't know. It feels like, I know it's not this way. I'm exaggerating. But it's like Rice Cake Mountain. And <laughs> yeah. Granola Swamp. swamp. Yeah. It's like they're afraid the kids will play this game yeah. and then will want to go out and eat candy. I, I never saw that connection. <laughs> so it's just a sign to me not only that board games are are not my thing but they could also be a symbol of a dying culture <laughs> so that's really my opinion about board games also the movie battleship wasn't as <laughs> oh <bad> as <laughs> all that's right really so. thank you think brent you, the the mind of brent larson is is always so multifaceted, a well of knowledge, and indeed and um, irrelevant. In saying that because <laughs> so now we have uh, movies based on games. We got Clue, Battleship. Anybody else? Jumanji. Was well, Jumanji game first? 
Was, was Jumanji no. movie and then a game and then? No, I think it was game? just a movie. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I was just trying to be stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so if, if we think of any, we'll add those to our list. So so far we have two. <laughs> uh, and yes, Clue is. Um, I wish John Medic were here. He could he could get all giddy. Uh, Clue is a fantastic movie. Has everybody seen Clue? Well, which ending? Every ending. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All of them. All I, of the endings. I, I love that movie. Uh, we have watched that's 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 one that comes up about every year uh, with us. And uh, when people haven't seen it, you know, we have to we force them to watch it, even though they were stopping it for ten <laughs> minutes. We make them sit down and watch Clue. Uh, that is another one with I, I can't remember. There's it's got another rule that people play wrong, but I won't get into that lest I anger Brent. <laughs> no, what 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 is the rule? Which rule are we not playing right? I think it's um, people think you have to be in the room to accuse or uh, uh, suspect. Yeah. Huh. You can Don't accuse in any room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I'm when you and when you accuse, it draws you and that person into that room, so you can also yeah. use that to move across the board. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Thank you. And there's another there's another rule it's been that a while since I played too. Kind of exploit. Um, yeah. Anyways, so uh, great game, very fun movie. Uh, if you haven't watched that, uh, Tim, you got a classic game you still like? A classic game that uh, my favorite one growing up, and that I I don't have a copy of currently. Um, but we I I. Uh, was Risk, and I had all the Star Wars editions, the oh, original yeah. trilogy, the uh, prequel trilogy. Risk is always a uh, and then, game to play. Yes. Uh, and that was kind of our, our family game that we played <laughs> on all of our retreats and everything like that. And then uh, 2015, summer of 2015, before I moved down to Florida, I was in a uh, <laughs> my town's game league tournament for Risk, and uh, I won. So my name is in, is laser engraved Ooh. on a trophy somewhere in a Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's impressive. That's impressive. That's uh, I think the best I've done is a wings challenge somewhere, a hot wings challenge in Buffalo. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's name wasn't laser engraved though. Nope. <laughs> no, I didn't even. A thousand get... years from now, some archaeologist is going to yeah. pull that out of the rubble. <laughs> Tim TK. Yeah, it was important. <laughs> must have been a president or something right well it's great so they have a it's a, it's a bronze gamecube controller and they have on the base they have just a steel placking all the way around and then they've broken on the trunk so each person gets their game and their name engraved on it in the year they won so it uh i think it's it's probably full by now but yeah Wait, did you say where was it at? It's at, a, it's at the Domino's in Dallas, in, oh, uh, in okay. Oregon. Yeah, <laughs> Pizza Hut went in my head, and I, I, uh-huh. I thought Pizza Hut too. I don't know. Why. Yeah, I thought I, I don't know how many oh, left. Pizza Hut does make the superior pizza, but what's that? <laughs> I said Pizza Hut doesn't make the superior pizza, but <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I think yeah, our our local Pizza Hut's gone. So sad. Oops. So right. was our Bob Evans and our. No. Uh, what's the other one? No, Denny's closed for a while, but it's back in action. That's good. Right. You can't, is the best. You can't keep a Denny's down. No, no, no you can't. <laughs> and there is, there is still a Perkins or two out there. I know that. Really? What? Friendlies? 
friendly yeah friendlies are any, that, that's a pennsylvania ohio thing right yeah got any, yeah. any bennigans in the area in florida i know no. this well, friendlies yeah my wife and i were there uh overnight uh, a couple weekends ago for our anniversary and we actually saw friendlies and so we went in and had their Reese's Pieces Sunday. Um, and um, yeah, it was fantastic. And I lamented that Orlando had it and they let it slip oh. away. For a moment, I thought you stayed the night at a friendly. That's what I was going <laughs> That's how much we love friendlies. Yep. They are very friendly. Yeah. Very friendly. Yeah, friendly. Yeah. You want a booth? Stay the night? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah. there's some of those like long haul like driving trips, or if you've uh, ever been part of like a music community where you go to a show somewhere out of state, it feels like you spend the night at a Denny's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. So, um, as I mentioned, we we have gone through and may still be in, I don't know, I'm sure the market research would tell us if I looked that up, um, a board game renaissance mm-hmm. and um board games are insanely popular um well it's not like we're almost stuck at home or anything like that well yeah <laughs> yeah well it, it was pre-covid this board game thing was happening it was really it awesome was. We, have, we have a store i know comic book stores have are those are few and far between um but uh, we've got a store in um in rochester new york and it's it's not a comic book store but it is a, it is a gaming store and they have stood the test of time uh, from I believe the '80s on through, they used to be called Crazy Igor's Discount Game Warehouse. <laughs> That's a great. Oh, uh, my Zoom just died. So if you guys can hear me, we're not getting any audio at the moment. and then we'll know <laughs> okay and okay zoom's back okay well <laughs> yep and we can't top that did we tell that joke again perfect no 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 to be there i had to be there i was i was riveting you all with my story of crazy igor's discount game warehouse um that is not <laughs> millennium games and they are just a warehouse of board games and they went through the uh they went through the era of of land computers and all that sort of stuff and that's gone but they um they they host magic and Yu-Gi-Oh and pokemon and D and they you can bust out any video or a board game you want there and just it's pretty incredible and i'm 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 impressed that this place exists and uh i i frequent them i i don't have the budget for you know, fifty dollar board games most of the time, but yeah, they've gotten uh, pricing. Yes, and 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 well, complex. Like, um, so one of the games that I like, I'm still here. Um, it's it, it's beautiful. It's simple. It's called Photosynthesis. Oh uh, yeah, real simple game. Well, but I've seen that. Yeah, it's just a beautiful game, and you inside you've got these little two dimensional bits that you put together to make trees. And the whole premise is you um, every round the sun moves a, uh, around the board, um, uh, makes a movement, and you you build up your forest to gain. Isn't points. this called gardening? It's the it's a game about gardening. <laughs> um, real simple concept. You have trees of three sizes that gain points 
one, two, and three points, and they cast shadows one, two, and three spaces to block out your other players. And but just but um, it's just a beautiful game uh, visually and a real simple concept. But yeah, uh, pricey. There is it more of a kids learning kind of game, or is it an adult game? What it all all of the above. It's simple okay. enough that a child gets it, but the strategy is is pretty good because. You have to you have to plan ahead as the sun moves. It's not quite the sun is not at a, at an angle. It it shines. You must be at like the Arctic at a certain time of year because it shines sideways. <laughs> and um, you have to plan your trees at the perimeter. You're going to get more points at the start, but they are going to cast shadows on your own trees. It's a it, it can get pretty pretty complex and. Um, it's it's fun. The, the simplicity of it is is what I like, and it has an end point. It only you can play three or four uh, rounds uh, of this the sun going around the circuit, and uh, in that time you can grow your trees and um, and then they'll you can have them die and you gain the points that they're they're of the place they're sitting on. And um, it, it's simple. I like it because the it doesn't take long to pick up. Um, now I'm a deciduous forest kind of guy. I, can I play an oak? You can play an oak. They have they have <laughs> they have conifers. Yes, yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, it, Ferns. A, a tree for they're all trees. It's a tree for every man. Uh, you can be you can be very happy. The other end of the spectrum. Can you play uh, a fungi? <laughs> you are a fungi. <laughs> The other end of the spectrum. This is um, has it. This one's been around for a while. Have you guys seen Killer Bunnies? I'm yes. not. Oh, you've made me play that, Rory. So, Rory played. This is a game. This is a game <laughs> that you can play. His parents made him play Monopoly. You're making him play uh-huh. Killer Bunnies or whatever. Killer Bunnies. This is a life. game that can you can do. You can be the best through the whole game mm-hmm. and still not win. Which case in point. Rory can be the worst through the whole game. <laughs> Not paying attention at all. Still win. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, it has a variable at the end. So that if you are if you are one of those people that just can't stand that variable that it's out of your control, <laughs> it is not a game for you because you can collect all the points and all the monies and all the bunnies and still lose. Yes. Uh, it is a it is a game that can be uh, it has a lot of rules, but all the rules are on the cards. So if you, they're all very logical and it, it can get a little crazy. This is the other end of the spectrum from photosynthesis. You have bunnies that can fire weapons at each other. The game requires putting, uh, you have five cards in your hand and two on the table. And so those two on the table are, will be the cards you play, but you play them one at a time. So as it goes around the, the table, that second card you have could become uh, irrelevant. It could be, you can't play it by the time it gets back to you or the result of the attack that you had planned can be completely different. And this is a game that can be played in half an hour or three, four hours. You, you don't, you don't know. And sometimes it will go on and on and on. I really, really like the game, but um you have to dedicate the time you have to know so uh the way i got this game was a family reunion my cousin 
uh, who had a girlfriend who he was texting the whole time. Do, he was pulling a Rory and not paying attention. So every time, it, every time it came to him, he said, "What? What are we doing? What? What's going on?" Explain that again. Yeah. So he didn't know what to do, and really just just ruined. I wanted to strangle him. He ruined your uh, fun. He ruined my fun. And he ruined, <laughs> he ruined everyone else's fun. And we just ended. We just stopped playing. Um, <laughs> so he felt so bad that he bought this for me and my wife and sent it in the mail to us. So uh, that was nice of him. Uh, and we've, we've had this for quite a while. Um, who else has a new a new game that, that has grabbed your attention? I've got a couple others uh new being in the last five years yeah. i believe yeah keeping with this year uh pandemic makes some oh, good stuff that's a great one and they make oh. a reign of cthulhu uh, pandemic. A, oh my goodness it is good it is really good the whole map of this town and you got to get around the town and close all the all the cthulhu gates and all that and there's all the different yeah. old ones that can pop out and cultists and everything keeps coming at you and you got to move around the board getting rid of all of them it's it's fun. Hmm. Oh, thank you, Rory. I'm putting yeah. that on my list. Yeah. And then two other games, the same uh, company, Game Right, Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert. Those are fantastic. Fantastic. Mm. Yep. It's not a board, but it's a bunch of tiles that you stack up or flip over. And same um, same game. Uh, I don't know. They call it uh, engineering, where on the island tiles are constantly sinking so you have to shore them up while finding parts to a helicopter to get out or something and then uh you sure this is a board game this sounds more like some kind of computer something no it's it's really fun it's like the analog version of a computer game yeah (laughs) yeah which i guess is what all board games are yeah (laughs) and forbidden desert uh sand piles up and you can't move and until you clear out all the sand but the eye of the storm changes every turn so different areas stack up it's just it's a really really good time i like those games where they where the game plays against you yeah, uh, yeah. you're not playing cold. against the other players you're playing with them and even then it's difficult yeah. shadows over camelot is another one that i really mm. enjoy where every round every player has to do something um they have to either lose a life point or allow uh the bad to happen and i don't remember what it's called Ooh. darkness to creep in mm-hmm. so you can only lose so many life points you also have you have one traitor in the game which is a lot of fun so somebody is slowly trying to undermine the team and you're all knights of the round table and um so you have to leave camelot to go <laughs> battle uh invade invading armies rabbits uh, try to find um uh excalibur and, or the grail uh so it, it's a fun one. you all work together except for that traitor but yeah those are good those are <laughs> Those are awesome, uh, good ones, Rory. In the I couldn't, if I played Camelot, it would it would just become Monty Python. Yeah, but yeah there's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> in in the chat, uh, if I pronounce your name incorrectly, I am sorry. Uh, Larkin Marie Leal Mullen uh, says they like Untold Adventure Awaits, which I am unfamiliar with. I'm I'm unfamiliar as well. Untold. Yeah, Untold Adventure Awaits. Let me. Well, how is anyone going to know about it if it's untold? Exactly. Hi, Larkin. Okay. It's a a game for uh, one to four players. Playtime says 60 minutes. Uh, Let me pull up the Amazon page. 
It's a uh, cooperative storytelling game uh, mm-hmm. by Rory's Story Cubes. Rory's Story Cubes. I'm hey. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. They're, they're sponsoring today's uh, stream. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, brought to you by no. Okay. Yeah. okay, so it's it's a it's kind of like a creative adventure as you go type game. Looks looks pretty cool, Ooh, actually. Thank you. Yeah. I'm putting that on my list as well. What yeah. was it called again? Untold. Untold. Colon. Sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Untold adventure awaits. Untold adventure. At, at adventures awaits. Well. Adventures. Yes. It's on Amazon. Sounds fun. Um, there's. Um, I love um, boardgamegeek.com, Rory. There's always lots of great reviews. Uh, okay. The games there. So, mm. um, Brent, are we going to lose you after the break? Afraid so. Okay. So, mm. do you have any parting thoughts? Any anything Wise you want words. To tell the world um, before we cut to the uh, review? Um, just for those of you who like board games, I want to say more power to you. I'm so glad you have found something that you enjoy. Please continue to do that, and I'll just be over here. So I reading his book. So after his first story, I do have a game that I want to bring up while Brent is still here. Oh, oh. so Brent has already mentioned experience uh, uh, loathing Axis and allies, and this is what's really going to lose him. Uh, it sounds like he's playing. You're playing the 1936 version of the game, and there are two other versions. Actually, there might be three now of Axis and allies. You have 1914, which is World War One, which I'm actually interested in playing at some point, which I have not got yet because it is the most expensive one. But this will either lose you or make you uh, slightly forgive it. There is Axis and Allies 1936, which is designed to cut two to three hours off the total game time. And that is what I've been playing a lot of in the last two years. Huh, so it's shorter. It is, yeah. <laughs> There's no America. Okay. Yeah, uh, there there isn't a, a America. So it's it it cuts in. It's supposed to be cutting in right as America got to the war. So it's you're supposed to be wrapping things up essentially. Oh, so, thirty six and yeah. forty six. Right, right. So it's there's nineteen thirty six, uh, nineteen forty one, and uh, nineteen fourteen is World War One. Okay, okay. Yep. So I have the nineteen forty one, which is everything's about to wrap up essentially. So it's it's a much shorter experience, but it's still. You get to feel like uh, a tactical mastermind when you run your tanks uh, along someone's southern border. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, it Brent. is very um, magnanimous <laughs> of the game creators to make war more palatable for exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. we heard you like war, but shorter. It's a learning experience. Yeah. <laughs> we are. I don't know any games where you need to know what different dates are and all that kind of stuff. Doesn't sound like a game I want to play. <laughs> Give me Boulder Dash or something like that where you can bull crap. That's kind a good of, one. I love Boulder yeah. Dash. Boulder yeah. Dash is fun. Yeah. Uh, Boulder Dash was just make up crap. That's make I'm up, good yeah. at making I'm good at making up crap. That's me. <laughs> Brent, before you go, tell all of our viewers where they can send their game suggestions for you and uh how they can find <laughs> you on the socials. Um they can find me at Brent at getbent.org. <laughs> No, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, Can you please um, let register that? <laughs> uh, right. So, um, Brent, Brent T- at <laughs> Get Brent. <laughs> and uh, Brent.vector on Instagram. All right. 
All right. And you do amazing work. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, go check out his go check out uh, his comic book, uh, KLS at SilverlineComics.com. And we are going to cut to our review here uh, after we all say goodnight to Brent. Brent, thank you. Good night, sir. He will not be here after the break. And uh, we'll He's see you. He's going to go play some games. Yeah, we'll see you <laughs> next Wednesday, hopefully. All right? I'll be here. All right. So Good night, coming, up, night. coming up is our comic book review from Mr. Wayne Hall. We hope you enjoy that. And we'll be back right after that. Thanks, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Silverline's Wednesday Night Wham! It is after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which means it is Silverline After Dark. Grab yourself a nice rosé, pull up a blanket, and enjoy this evening's activities, hosted by Scott Wakefield. Wakefield. Let's cuddle up with comic books. That's what we should call the second half. Cuddle up with Pillow Talk with Rory. Let me uh, get my clap on fireplace going. <laughs> Alexa. Hello and welcome back. Thank you, Wayne, for your reviews. Those are awesome. Uh, we appreciate them. Uh, Wayne does have a Facebook page, and he does have his own comic book uh, reviews and uh, chit-chat that he does. So check him out. Give him a like, follow, subscribe, all those good things, and share. Everybody forgets the share part. Share. Share. If we grow our audience... Jesus we grow singer. the love, and we have more <laughs> readers, and it's all just good and wonderful. We are Wednesday Wham! If you're just joining us, if you've been here the whole time, thank you. If you're watching this later, thank you. If you're watching this no matter what, thank you. We appreciate it. Always feel welcome to make a comment, and uh, we will try to respond to those here on the show. Tonight we are talking about board games. We are. Uh, we have an array. Uh, we've we've dwindled down on our, our group tonight, um, but we've got some strong feelings. Mr. Brent Larson, uh, not a big fan of board games. That's okay, uh, but he can articulate uh, why he's not a big fan. Uh, we've talked about the rules and the misuse of the, the rules and uh, misuse, mis- yeah, misappropriation of justice during Monopoly <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Uno. And um, Tommy has uh, crazy, uh, crazy Uno. I think is what it's what it's called. Wacky Uno. Something. Something. Five deck. And and he goes goes wild with Uno, and uh, it's it's every man or woman for him or herself. No holds barred. uh, Battle Royale Uno. Definitely. We talk classic games, and we are talking some new games. And as always, we are welcome to talk um, about many many other things if you have an idea of something you want to talk about um comic books movies so on and so forth feel free to chime in so uh we've moved from the classic games i'm not telling anyone we can't talk about that uh but i talked about the complexities of a game called killer bunnies and the simplicity of a game called um photosynthesis and how much i have enjoyed both of those games um rory had some great uh, suggestions f- uh forbidden island right and, and forbidden desert forbidden desert and forbidden planet is that a oh is that a new one no isn't that a that's a isn't that the leslie nielsen sci-fi movie from the 50s i think so <laughs> yeah uh, watch it it's a good one 1956 um, uh whoa yeah hey look at that i pulled that out of my backside I see Nielsen. Uh, yep. 
So another fun one, Rory. Um, Story about you move. Uh, you, you kind of have to work f- with each other and against each other. Is uh, King of Tokyo? Oh yeah. Uh, it's, you've got uh, the city, and you can attack. You, so one monster has to be in the city, and the other. I was gonna say, is this like a uh, Godzilla thing? Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of fun because you've got, um, you've got Godzilla, and or I don't know if you're allowed to have Godzilla, but you've got something non-trademarked like... large <laughs> lizard creature. Uh, didn't we talk about that? How uh, Universal tried to sue Nintendo because of King Kong and Donkey yeah. Kong? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you've got um, you've got little uh, kind of goofy looking guys here. Little monsters that are attacking the city. You attack the city, but when you're in the city, you gain more points. But you also have the the upper, um, the chances are are higher that you're going to get damaged by the other players. So it's kind of a you have to have a tactic about trying to win the game within the city, but also not die while you're in it. A lot of fun. Um, rules are not that complex um, once you once you know what's going on and you, you start to get a tactic. Um, it is funny the phenomenon of people that um, that don't play games and the people that do and how quickly they because a lot of the game mechanics or the rules are similar. Um, for instance, my mother-in-law and I love her dearly. She does not play stuff like this, and we tried <laughs> playing Munchkin. Oh, that one. And Munchkin operates as if you know you're you are a person with arms and legs and a head, and you put on armor and you hold weapons and and all this sort of stuff and it was just like i didn't i didn't know the words to say and i'm not saying this in, in, in a mean way it's just the words coming out of my mouth going in her ear <laughs> were not processing and i did not know how <laughs> to explain the game to her uh she played for about three minutes and was like hey okay, no and yeah because she, she wants said to i need to use the bathroom <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right out the window whenever you're done uh, <laughs> so yeah it's funny people people that that are into it they get it and you know you just mm-hmm. new game okay new game got it rules okay you roll this dice you're blah, 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 deck, yep. oh, deck building game oh okay yeah. uh and then a new person and no clue no clue so too funny um yeah munchkin's another good one that i really enjoy and there's there's like a zillion variations on munchkin my kids yeah have i've a, seen that one in the in the comic stores and stuff Kids have an Adventure Time, I think, a version of this one. Uh, one. I have a uh, uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand version of it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. A Warhammer. Can you play them all together? Mm, there, some are expansions, and some are just their own, like your Coast Guard Monopoly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. The, they they usually recommend that if you or say that you, you, in general you can kind of mix and match cards in some yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. One of them, the the Zombie Munchkin, was confusing because you i don't remember you are the zombie and so it's good and it was confusing because it, it looked like it was a bad guy uh and i i don't think you play it by itself i think you need to play it with the regular game mm-hmm. i could be wrong it's been a while since i've played that um and uh my so my my last game that i have as an example for tonight is this game i highly recommend it called code names mm-hmm. and tommy mm-hmm. you'd like this one okay uh, if you got uh, four or five people, six people. It, it, you can. I don't know what's better, smaller or larger groups, because the larger groups it just it gets crazy, but crazy in a way that makes the game a lot of fun. So the whole premise of Code Names is you have two teams of um, 
you're supposed to be like spies. And the way we set it up, you sit on other sides of the table. And in the middle, you have, I think it's 25 words on little cards between you. And so one person, like this one says gas. The other side says cast. It doesn't matter. So you have words, 25 words on the table between you. And one person from each team has to give a, a clue to their team. They know, so out of the 25 cards, you have to get, I don't know, nine of them or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not at random. You have specific cards, and the, the two spies are the only ones who know which cards they need to get. So you look at the words, and you are allowed to give two clues, a word and a number. So if you find two cards that say there was gas and there was a car, you could say, you could say fuel two. And your team would have to know, okay, it's fuel and car. A car needs fuel. But then there might be, there might be another word on there like uh, oil. And that's not one of your cards. And you don't want them to guess that card. So in your mind, you are just screaming at your team about the words <laughs> that they they need to read your mind. Yeah, so this is a psychic game. Right. It really, you, you're trying to just, and you just can't like say, Euchre. you can't say, oh, this is a tough one. You can't say, oh, you'll never get this one. You can't give any other clue besides the one word and the one number <laughs> of the corresponding cards. Now it could be one, two, three. If you got three that you can line up, I mean that you can find that are similar. Honestly, my one of the greatest moments in my life, and I don't remember the the cards, but I was able to get three cards by saying GoldenEye <laughs> three. And Rory knows I try to work a GoldenEye reference in as many times in my life as I can. <laughs> Not the video game, but I love the video game, but the movie, the Pierce Brosnan, James Bond. Oh, um, yeah. Did you see the news? About the Yarrasibo Observatory, that oh, yeah. big satellite dish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it yeah. collapsed. Finally fell apart. After yeah, I went, I went well, there when I was in Puerto Rico. It's incredible. Or was really? incredible. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I thought it fell apart when... When, uh, when they think it's back when... when, when uh, they tore it up. Sean yeah. Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alec Trevelyan. Uh, it's good. We've worked a good golden eye reference. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't cool. been some of... Yeah. That's good. That's... uh. Alan Cumming, he's in um, he was mm-hmm. Nightcrawler, yeah, uh, and he's in a TV show now. Anyways, a good actor. Codenames they make a for those of you who like this sort of thing, they make a Marvel version, and I think it's the Marvel, I think it's the cinematic universe. I think it's the movies, but not that it really matters. Um, and I'm sure they make other versions of it. So Codenames gets a huge thumbs up from me. You probably like uh, the Resistance as well. It's the same. Same uh, game idea, I guess, where one person's the traitor and you got to go around and try to figure out who it is. Is it is it similar to like Mafia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And what's the my kids are playing Among Us now? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've, much I've, sus. So much sus. Yeah. I I've streamed it uh, a couple times. I streamed it before it got big. Where was my come up and switch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> isn't isn't that the game where there's a hipster? What, tell me the, the, the general idea. That's, a, that's an so, online game. Yeah, right? so it's, yeah. A, it's an online game. Uh, five to ten players are all astronauts on a spaceship or space station. 
We gotta play it. Yeah, this is actually the, the theming is right up Scott's alley. Um, yeah, and uh, one, two, uh, two or three are imposters, where they are aliens that disguise themselves as the astronauts and are attempting to destroy the station, either by killing all of the astronauts or by blowing up the reactor, uh, venting the O2, uh, any one of these manifold methods. And so during the course of the game, you're completing tasks to make sure the station does not fall apart. As a as an astronaut, while trying to not get killed, trying not to get killed, but you cannot talk to anyone else in the game at that point. You can only talk once a body has been discovered and reported, or if someone calls an emergency meeting, and then you have a minute to discuss, think who you think it is, and either vote them out or skip and try again next time. Well, maybe next week we should play this game on yeah. our stream here. It's it's uh, yeah. it's actually be good. it's pretty inexpensive, and you can even get it on your phone and play with people on their computer. Hmm. Yeah, my my kids. But it's funny. My my two older will sit on the couch next to each other, playing this game. You know, they're they're in the same mm-hmm. game, and it's pretty funny to watch them because they they get super intense about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's always funny if you're playing this in like a house with other people uh, who are investing in it because you'll just, you'll all be in separate rooms or kind of wherever, and then it's dead quiet, and then you just hear someone slam their hands on their table. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another. Now I'm sorry, I'm diverting from board games here, but it's similar um, to a board game. is um, It's a phone based game called uh, Space Team, hmm. and it's very simple in that you. Um, you can, I think it's four, well, I have two to six players. I'm not sure. It might be just four. But your phones link up either via Wi-Fi or their own Bluetooth. And your phone has a little control panel. It looks like a, a spaceship control panel. And it has little toggle switches or an on-off button or a slider or a dial. And you will get a command on your phone. And that command is for somebody else. So you'll have someone like toggle the flab dabbler and (laughs) they have a flab dabbler on their screen. But out of the four people, the other three, you you don't know who it is. After a while, you try to figure it out. You can figure it out. But while they are, everyone's simultaneously. So they might be yelling, do the laundry. And I have the laundry on my phone and I have to do the laundry and do that. Or they'll say, turn off the 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 thruster and that's on somebody else's phone so you got four people shouting commands for somebody else's phone and that's another game where eight people just get louder and louder because you'll be like toggle the flab dabbler toggle the flab dabbler toggle and so your ship is being chased by like a supernova you're like you're getting away from a, a supernova and if you don't do all these things in time it it falls apart oh there will be an asteroid field and you have to Everyone has to shake their phone or there's a there's like a time warp or something and you have to turn your phone. Everyone has to turn their phone upside down. Very fun. Called Space Team. I think it's free. Okay. Uh, what's that does it? sound good. Space Team, if you, you want to get crazy and obnoxious with a couple of people <laughs> in the same place, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Sounds like a good game to play in the office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'll go over well <laughs> when the officers walk in. Yeah. <laughs> Explain that one. <laughs> what are y'all doing? I mean, nothing. Yeah, can't, can't be you as can't bad. Can't tell as, me what to do anymore. Team as, building, yeah. team building. Yeah, team right? building. That's it. Yeah, I mean, can't be as bad as the time that uh, the senior security team leader walked in while playing D anD D, in the contractor bunks. 
Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. you don't get the quarter decked, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that 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 kind of can bring back to that's uh, board games. We hadn't talked about D and D or D and D or yeah, any yeah. superhero any role playing games. That's that's board one, games. Yeah. Two of my favorite uh, games just had uh, well, one I just actually got into, which was Call of Cthulhu, as uh, which yeah. it, that had a new edition come out, which has been super fun. Oh. And uh, Shadowrun just had their new edition come out as well, and that's one of my favorite RPGs for like a decade now. Nice. So, yes, I uh, I've been I, I know many people have their bona fides from I've been playing before it was first edition, so. Uh, <laughs> I started with second edition, so I've been playing for. Uh, well, really, second edition is when it really became D anD D. Before then, it was just yeah. kind of a dungeon crawler. Yeah, yeah. Um, second, and I, of all the games in the in the world, and and I know it has its faults, and like fourth edition, and <laughs> yeah, the three point five, I liked, but you really had to be like, well, was it three point five or four that you? Like, there's so many numbers to keep track of. So, yeah, four, 4 was essentially you're just playing a video game and it just told you what your progression path was. 3.5, you needed to buy five books just to yeah. run a game. Yes. yes. Um, I've enjoyed 5th edition immensely. Um, I love I love, I love, love cooperative storytelling. Mm-hmm. I love the action, the, the battles, but I love just, you never know what's going to happen. I love playing. I love being the Dungeon Master. Yeah. Uh, it it has so many good elements for storytelling, for uh, world creation, and then and just the, the hanging out with your buddies. Um, I and I love that. Like my my son, he's not very talkative, and um, but you get him in Dungeons and Dragons, and <laughs> he's another person, and it's it's great. He really enjoys. It. He just bought the uh, the Icewind Dale module. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I really want to read through it, but I'm not because he wants to DM it. Oh, so cool. I'm not going yeah. to ruin it. Um, I was running the uh, uh, Curse of Strahd. Um, yeah, I sat in a couple of those. Nice. Did, and did you, did one you... of the guys playing, I know he totally cheated. He, he oh, came for sure. <laughs> Solution, and I was Are you like, calling him out right now. I TPK. Uh, he he. Hopefully, he's not watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we I need. Mean, he'd admit, I we, mean, he'd admit. Oh, you feel guilty? <laughs> we need a beef that's good for views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, I and I I like gothic horror. So the mm. Ravenloft world is is uh is great. The trouble with that is making it not just miserable the yeah. entire time you have to throw mm. a ray of sunshine no so no you I mean, don't i don't care i liked it i yeah. <laughs> as the dm um and my my adventure was was great it, it devolved in one night they were going fine and then it was just a series of bad choices and they were all <laughs> six seventh eighth level characters and they had gone quite a ways in the world and we had been playing for probably a year and in one night, in one location, they all made a series of bad choices. And I could have kept it going and tried to remedy, try to, you know, salvage it, but it was so bad. Nah. Nope, you guys are stuck in Ravenloft forever. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Love you. We're well, done. That, that had to be after the one I sat in on. It wasn't long after. You were, it I was think the, the windmill. 
one of the big oh yeah you were there at the windmill yeah. um no if you were there at the windmill that's pretty early i thought you were there at one of the big battles as well with the um what are those misshapen cobbled together people like the mongrel folk oh i don't know i don't think i was there for that yeah so that, i was there for the night where we had to go pick up the bees we were in a van full of bees <laughs> <laughs> that real was real life that, that was, was in real life <laughs> <laughs> bees the bees that's a nicholas cage reference if <laughs> yep <laughs> Yes, Rory and I have had many antics. We did pick up bees in my van. <laughs> I I keep bees, and I needed to go get bees. And so Rory helped me and was in a state of sort of panic the entire time of any. <laughs> well, well, no, because we left we left the house in the dead of night, yep. pulled out of the driveway, and you're like, oh no, we're low on gas. Oh yeah, so we had to stop at the gas station <laughs> in a van full of bees. It was awesome. All right, there's a little in, in the lives of Scott and Rory. Um, <laughs> yes, um, Cthulhu. Yes, Can amazing. Talk about that. So Can yeah, guys? it's uh, I like the Call of Cthulhu system because uh, it's it's while D and D and other um, RPG systems have a uh, they do emphasize role play, but they do also have a heavy emphasis on combat since that is your kind of main driver of conflict a lot of epic fantasy or science fiction stories. Uh, Cthulhu's whole uh, setting is that if you enter into a fight, you've already lost. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, from the starter set, we actually, this, so our most recent was for Halloween, uh, we did a session from the starter set. Uh, uh, we had a, uh, a group of um kind of private investigators one of them was actually a uh uh a cabalist from a synagogue in new york city so he was actually essentially the the uh the jewish form of an exorcist uh the, we had a circus strongman a uh I, I, strauss manly yeah an irish beat cop who was uh had just transitioned off of scotland yard and nice. um uh what's the other figure uh oh <laughs> we had an accountant who just graduated from Miskatonic University. <laughs> uh, uh so the the it starts off normal everyone goes oh, we're we're they're hunting down uh at the request of a now deceased uh member of a paranormal club they all were part of at Miskatonic University. Uh except for the uh uh Scotland Yard officer who's just there as a favor to a friend. And immediately, one of them decides to mug a certain professor from Miskatonic University, <laughs> who, who made sense in his character that at this point he'd be carrying some sort of holdout firearm because uh, he has seen some stuff <laughs> that would make one more inclined to carry some sort of defense. <laughs> so when the guy pulls open the car door, it's like, hey, I need to talk to you. He just gets shot in the chest. He ruled his luck very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those luck rolls you, uh, yeah. you lose more than you make yeah uh also it has a great uh, system in, in luck and depending on the rules you play with but generally though it's played is it if someone looks for something uh in some games the dma like okay roll perception and see if you find it in cthulhu it's like, okay roll luck to see if it's even in the room first yeah or roll luck to see if the situation is going in your favor the situation did not go in his favor <laughs> <laughs> the professor is not feeling inclined. 
to, to handle at the moment. So uh, he he lost a lot of life and was bleeding out. So he got rushed off to a hospital while they concluded their their investigation. They went to go find this dark w- ritual, and uh, a um, sonata f- occurred where this beast that was kept at ward by kept at bay by magical wards was trying to harass them by throwing dead bodies and reanimate them in, re- reanimating them in the same room. And of course, if any one of these creatures destroys a ward, the scenario would devolve into the beast breaking into the room and just murdering them all. <laughs> uh, but they have to complete this ritual in time in order to uh, de-summon this beast um, and they get close and then at the very end uh, after uh, one has been uh, their neck has been written out by one of these shamblers in the same room the other one uh, during this process uh, rolled his sanity very poorly sanity in another great system where your character can literally just become yeah. insane and uh, he fled the room, ran upstairs, and found a, a giant zombified bear that uh, mauled him. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, once the... Uh, uh, of course, that was the strong man and the Scotland Yard officer, the two actual fighters in the group. So once the uh, Cabalist and the accountant finished their ritual, <laughs> uh, we roll luck again for the fighters that are moving around the room um, frequently throughout this entire time. And find that they rolled luck very poorly as well. And that they actually have uh, scuff marks from the ritual circle on their shoes. And the circle is now broken. So the monster just smiles at them and vanishes. (laughs) And the two surviving members now have not only the deaths of their two friends on their conscience, but knowing they failed. (laughs) And that's just the joy of that game, is that the heroes don't have to win all the time. They can just know that they have unleashed some misery onto the earth. (laughs) That's good. So there's a, there's another game, and I, I recommend the, the game, and um, and another book by the the author. I think his last name is Laws. The game is called Hill Folk. Oh, that's and, right. You talked to me about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. Here's the thing. As far as the storytelling world, um, I had trouble getting into it. I had trouble really getting my buddies to play for multiple weeks like the mm-hmm. dnd is easy um but uh what is his name i'm gonna look him up his robert robin laws he has another game another book called um oh my gosh it's some i'll think of it just a second um so if for storytelling though if if you are one who likes the story side and if you are a writer or someone creating a world in your story world what hill folk requires um and and the author talks a lot about it in his writing is is in every story you uh you want something and you want something from everybody else and it can be very simple it can be very uh i want you you to buy me lunch or i you know or even more so i want to rely on i'm going to rely on you to provide money for me so uh, i'm the petitioner and you are the grantor um, so it, it, when you're talking about creating characters in the D and D world, uh, a lot of times like I'm a fighter from the North and you're a wizard from the Hills and we have nothing in common, nothing related to each other, except we all always meet in a tavern and some strange person comes up and gives us a quest or the mayor is distraught and knows we're a bunch of adventurers. Um, what uh, Hill folk really does is it, it combines, you have to have some sort of relationship with every person in the group 
And then you have to have what you want from that person. And they, uh, and they will in kind know what they are withholding from you. So it makes a tighter knit group and it makes the uh, interaction, um, I think, much better because you're also, uh, you were former lovers or your cousins or um, he's your stepdad. I, I don't know. And it makes it, um, makes the relationships um, much more important rather than you're just a bunch of adventurers who happen to meet um, in a pub um, and find out there's something wrong. So I love that element. I need to get back into it. It's just, it was just kind of tough to get the game going and it's tough to get people to you know, relearn or learn yeah. a new set of rules mm-hmm. for a game. Because mm-hmm. um, this game did not, it was not um, action-based as far as right. fighting and armor class and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So uh, Hill Folk, I recommend, and especially if you like the, the creative storytelling Yeah, that's side. Right. Yeah. Um, Hamlet's Hit Points. Yes. That's his, he analyzes um, the ups and downs, the gives and takes of... Um, Dr. No, uh, Casablanca, Ooh, yeah. um, and Hamlet, I think, Hamlet. Um, and he, he shows how you can chart out a story, and it, you can have its main story arc. But then within each scene and interaction, you can have the give and take um, uh, from the, the, the hero, or you, it, he puts them in the grantor and the, the petitioner. Uh, so um makes for good storytelling and to improve your storytelling I, I really recommend those both of those and that's my that's my two cents there there you go tommy you brought up D. do you play um <laughs> apparently not as much as you guys but no i played a, a little bit especially in yeah. college and stuff but we mostly played the uh, superhero uh role-playing games like V and champions yes. and the uh i forgot what it was called but it was the the superhero version of uh gurps you remember the gurps role-playing oh yeah uh, generic role-playing game thing where it's yeah you know it had the general rules and then you could just you know dump in all kind of different stuff to, but, but yeah we mostly play superhero stuff yeah and then of course we changed the rules up as we as we went to make it more fun <laughs> yep. yeah because uh, we were more into to, to having you know just a good time and stuff pretty pretty much would always throw out all of the uh the um you know the punchback stuff you know you know the uh uh all the heavy math stuff nobody wanted to even though some of the guys that right. were playing were you know math major type folks but nobody wanted to sit there and have to figure out how fast you would fall from the sky and, and then how much <laughs> damage you would create and all that kind of stuff and how big of a hole in the ground you you know that kind of stuff so we were mostly just playing for for, for just fun to reach but, maximum velocity at 9.82 g's yeah <laughs> all that all that crap we never yeah we were even the, the math guys this is no fun i don't i'm just trying to play i don't want to i don't want to have to figure out all the math for all this stuff right um, especially all the punchback stuff like if you know a lot of those games the superhero games were you know when you had the uh, the super strong folks would punch people you know how far back would they fly <laughs> you know, when you punch them, and what you know, and the damage they would cause to what, and all this stuff, and and uh, yeah, we always kind of just skipped all that kind of stuff, made it more comic booky, you know. But uh, so uh, with the advent of all these games being um, 
improved upon and modernized. Uh, is anybody an ardent uh, adherent to paper still when they play um, like D&D &D or any of this sort of stuff? Because I am. Yeah, I, I prefer that. I want the piece of paper in front of me. Now, I understand the ease that comes from like the D&D yeah, beyond on the app. Yeah, yeah, uh, awesome. Because then you don't forget that. Oh, I'm I am wearing a, a helmet mm -hmm. of intuition or something like that. Yeah. Um, but what I find is when people use the app, they have no idea. And I'll say, well, how do you have a 22 armor class? <laughs> Ooh, it, yeah, it, it, it says I do. So, um, I I encourage people to use the paper first mm -hmm. to build their character. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you want to switch to the app for ease, because yeah, you forget. Oh, I'm wearing a ring of fortitude or whatever, you know, um, or I have three more rounds. I'm stunned, and they forget that. in, in the DM mm -hmm. for you, and then they say, "Oh, I'm stunned." And you gotta mm -hmm. change all the rules. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we depending on the system, um, like for Shadowrun and uh, Cthulhu, we use paper still, but. Uh, with uh, the new quarantine here and everything, uh, we've pretty much stuck to D&D Beyond all this year. Yeah. And it's been super great for that. Yeah, Roll 20 has been good for that. Yeah. 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 And um, even before then, back in college, when we were uh, uh, poor, poor college kids who couldn't afford to buy uh, new sheet books every now and then, <laughs> and uh, also just didn't want to use the school printers, the Wizards at that point had put out the modifiable PDF so yes. we we used that before D and D Beyond was a thing. And fourth edition with its crazy amount of numbers and and modifiers. Do you remember there on the? I think it was the D and D website. You could for free you could create your character and up to third level you had they print out printable character cards. Yeah. But I didn't play fourth edition very long. I only I bought the player's handbook because my buddy. And everything else. I don't think anyone did, and that's why they switched to <laughs> five years rapidly as they did. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, three point five was the one for the longest, I think, and then yeah. now five. It's about really as far know. back as I went. Yep. Yeah. Is that that's three point five, right? I think so. Yeah. Yep. It's been a long time since I've played anything. Whoa. Uh -oh. Did I disappear? Some... Yep. Oh. My iPad has magnets on it, and apparently I touched my laptop where the magnets are, and it shut off. Oh. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's still here. Uh, this wipes his hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still a thing? Can you do that? Uh, I don't so think it's solid state. This laptop's got solid state. Yeah, not with solid yeah, state, but with, like, you still use magnetic drives, yeah. 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 Um, There's floppies. So <laughs> we're getting we're getting the last 15 minutes of our show here uh we got to start coming up with our, our parting thoughts um as i said when i opened i i'm a big fan of board games i'm a big fan of analog i love video games and i love technology and that everything that comes with it um but they're um in quarantine time it is difficult getting your buddies around the table is tough um but now that you can do that kind of a mix of analog and digital I think it's a fantastic thing. Um, and if you've got kids or family, uh, grab a board game. Um, we'll check out the suggestions we've made here. Uh, There's so many, many options. And D&D, &D, um, 
that is that is more popular than it's ever been. Yeah, um, it's wild. And, and it's not just in D and D anymore. You have yeah. things like Lords of Waterdeep, where you mm-hmm. can play. You, you can be the quest giver. It, it it's it's an incredible phenomenon, and I love it. And um, what it has done too for um, uh, kids that 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 might be a little socially awkward. And you know, it's mm-hmm. it, it's studied. It's been studied about people who. Um, don't necessarily want to interact, you know, whatever you want to call normal in a school setting. But when you when you do a role playing, uh, it's a it's a different world, and I, I think that's a huge thing, and I love it, and I love that um, when I get together with my buddies, or when I got together with my buddies, you know, we're sixty down to eighteen, and um, we have a fantastic time. And I, I think a lot of things, times the the whole point isn't the game. Uh, no matter what you're doing, board games or D and D or anything like that, that the the point is the is the fun with your buddies, having and, a good time. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, and and like Tommy said, you get to you. They made up their own Uno rules, and that's a blast. Um, you make up your rules with 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 D and D, or you, or you stick to the rules, and that's I mean that's kind of part of the fun. You you know you you can get in your your well meaning uh, fights about if you're going to stick to uh, free parking or not, uh, <laughs> money, but, um, I am a huge, I did have a question for y'all because yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't, it's, it's not, doesn't happen for me because I just don't have time. Y'all, you, y'all seem like you have, that you, you do play a lot of, well, I don't know with all the COVID thing, but when do you have time to, to, to play all these games because i i the re- i guess the reason why i don't play all these you know stuff so i just don't i don't have the i don't have time sheer force like, of will i play one day a month oh do you we, oh, we've yeah. had a we've had a weekly group it's we had to shift days around to yeah. match everyone's schedule but also i think it's uh, like six people so it's a, it's a decently sized group you can manage schedules and most yeah, of us got, you've got kids so when when you're yeah. playing the games with the kids and, and all that yeah, kind of we stuff. we try and it's very hit and miss and then they flip the board over and yeah. Yeah. go to the bathroom <laughs> tuesday we try to i try to keep tuesday night open for uh family game night um that's great that's and then really monday good. night is my my the, the guys night mm-hmm. uh it was uh for D. and actually we had a group of guys we got up to about 15 16 people and wow. we had to we had to split it up and it was it was yeah, great. That's too many to have yeah. two tables in the kitchen going we yeah. what we did is we split the groups and we had three dms and we had three three Jeez. groups going that's that's what is this what, like a you had a comic or a gaming convention going was, on in your house so what yeah. we did was is we were all members of the same guild and the dms knew the ultimate goal but they were running their own adventures. And hmm. so what worked out for a little while is we kind of made a, we made a magical ring that the guild can control. So let's say this DM only has two guys show up tonight. Well, we would pull some guys from another group and round mm-hmm. out the group. And so it was a very fluid, it worked for a while. Um, and then it just, it did get, it get hard to manage. So we, uh, um, they, some of those guys still play uh, online, um, Zoom and Roll20 and all that sort of stuff. Um, and my Monday night crew, we, we, we try to meet, doesn't always happen, but, um, yeah, it, it, it's a, for, for some of us, it's, it's like, it, it's critical. I mean, we, we yeah. have to do this. <laughs> it's usually we're so busy the rest of the week that this is our time to socialize and meet with our guys. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's, it's 
almost sacred. So to it just that's cool. That's out. very cool. Yeah. Uh, so that that that's us. Um, yeah. Why don't we Why don't we start wrapping up? Uh, it's almost eleven o'clock. Um, folks out there in uh, internet world, we appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, if you're watching this not live. Feel free to leave comments and questions. Let us know what games you like. Um, if I remember, I will try to toss in some of the comments, some of the games we talked about tonight. And um, we'd love to keep the discussion going. Um, if you're out there, you're part of the Silverline world here. We love, um, we love the family. So um, we're going to wrap up. I will start by our good nights with uh, telling you who I have been and who I will continue to be. <laughs> allow name. myself to introduce <laughs> myself <laughs> my, my name is scott wakefield if you did not notice my name on the screen i am co-creator and co-writer of an upcoming t- uh title called steam patriots uh so um steampunk american revolution story that will be coming from silver line hopefully very 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 soon and and I love the pages you showed tonight. Thank they were you. Wonderful. Oh, oh yeah, top notch. Hey, if if folks out there, if you follow at Steam Patriots on Facebook or Instagram, you will see some of the art. I try to tease little bits of that, um, and that will be a continuing series, or at least three more parts after the first. Um, hopefully, if it's a success. So yeah, follow and um, like all that. And uh, professionally, I'm on uh, LinkedIn. If you want to connect there. I try to, I try to be active there as well. So uh, that's where I am. So Rory, go ahead. Hello, Rory Boyle, also co-creator of Steam Patriots. You can find me on the LinkedIn as well and the Gram sometimes. And if you want to see the artwork that we put out uh, during Comic Conway, highly suggest going to rewatch that. Oh yeah! Thank you, Rory. Yes, good one, good one. The uh, the panel entitled "What Is Steam Patriots?" and mm-hmm. what were the other two titles that were with us? They don't matter. It was just ours. It doesn't matter. It was just you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So go watch the comic Conway. Was series. there somebody else? I don't think it was. No, no there was just two of us, right? Two different titles. <laughs> no, there were, there was a third. I don't remember what. It, we we shared a panel with two other titles. Yes. yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Other two titles. We love you, um, but I've I've forgotten. Uh, Tommy, go ahead. Uh, Thomas Floramonte Jr. I always spell it because even though it's on there, but I like to spell it anyway because Scott thinks it's funny. It's F L O R I M O N T E. It is pronounced just like it's spelled, but still you're gonna try to say it different. But that's uh, but just look for that everywhere. <laughs> Um, you can go to Inferno Studios to see all my personal uh, uh, Kid Hero stuff, the Little Nay and So-So and the Zomboy and all my uh, all that good stuff, Mystery Girls, all that kind of crazy stuff. Uh, you go to Kablam Digital or Kablam.com for uh, all the digital printing stuff, and we'll keep on um, uh, doing the Silverline team-up featuring Miss uh, Fury uh. and champion yes that was good that was good <laughs> yep thank you sir there thank you, you go thank you thank you hey are you here oh did you say my name 
Yeah. Okay, I didn't hear you. Uh, Candace got pulled together. Uh, I'm Tim TK, associate editor here at Silverline. You can find my contributions to our website at silverlinecomic.com. I'm on all the socials at Tim TK Writer. I am on TikTok at Tim Doesn't TikTok, where I've somehow on my way onto Punk Talk. So we just talk about punk rock literature, cyberpunk, and all the different fun stuff there. Uh, and I'm on Twitch at AgroBacon, where I'll be live playing Destiny later tonight, screaming at stuff. Uh, we hit sub count uh, last month, in no small part, thanks to Roy Boyle. So at some point in the future, we'll be doing a uh, four loco stream. Or, yes. Uh, yeah. And did you say uh, punk rock literature? Yes. <laughs> genre I have yet to delve into. Okay. Uh, gentlemen... <laughs> I'm not going to say goodnight just yet. Uh, go to silverlinecomics.com and check out all of our titles. Also, stay tuned. Watch our Facebook and other places, wherever Silverline is. We are going to be live auctioning mystery boxes of Silverline goodies, including comic books and uh, other amazing one-of-a-kind stuff. So keep an eye out on that. That's old Belgian waffle maker. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> waffle maker. <laughs> Old pressure cooker. Fire iron. And yeah. <laughs> old bike that he doesn't ride anymore. That kind of thing. Deflated football. Keep an yep. eye out. Uh, we're going to keep, we're, we keep growing. We are, you know, we're, uh, we're, we love the, the, the progress we're making and the titles that we keep adding. And uh, very soon we'll have some more titles coming up um, via crowdfunding and just keep an eye out for that. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for making this uh, uh, worthwhile and a lot of fun. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Uh, gentlemen here tonight, Brent and um, – see the only one left? Yeah. Um, yep. and what, the other guys, we'll I'll call, call you out next week. Uh, we are back next week, Wednesday at 9. There is a Monday – sorry, there is a Sunday show, and then there is a sometimes Monday show, but that's not an always. So uh, join us for all those. Share these with – all of your friends and even your enemies and uh as always gentlemen make mine mine thank you for listening to the silverline podcast i hope you enjoyed the episode we know we ramble sometimes but we have fun and after all isn't that what comics are all about we hope you'll follow us on all our social media you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.